They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it went? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblendswithaz.com coffee and jesus all day baby what's up millionaire crew you are tuned into another episode of million dollar conversations the podcast we've been rocking with y'all for a few weeks here i mean i would like to say that um we're a quarantine family now at this point but you know who you're listening to none other than your favorite rich auntie problematic patty in the place to be I mean, if I had a mink coat right now, it'd be dragging the floor because the treacherous one is in the building as well. And, uh, you know, today we want to uh, come to you live with a couple of co-hosts who are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Mm, Help me out, Patrice. What's the word? No, you got it. No, help, 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 help. See see how I help you out, you don't help me out? This is how it goes. You were saying something. Go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> go ahead with what? All right, team Rich Auntie. We're back, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, put me to shame. Rich okay. Auntie, the Uncle T crew. I don't know how y'all are doing. Are y'all good? Are y'all safe? Y'all staying inside? All right, but we are joined with two extra special people in our lives who are wonderful. They're brand new parents. They are entrepreneurs. They are faith bosses. They are everything under the sun that is amazing. And they also have another very, very special co-host in the building as well. None other than... Billion Dollar Benji. Uh, and, and the parents of that, they're the... Uh, oh. Shout out to you, Benji. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he knows his talking point. But... The Shine! Today on Million Dollar Conversations Podcast, y'all have the privilege of it not being a million dollar conversation podcast, but being a billion dollar conversation podcast. And y'all already don't pay your invoices, so I really don't know how y'all are going to manage this one. Maybe you want to take it out in installments, um, do afterpay. We take down Um, payments. If your credit is all, you know what? Yeah, we, we take, take three twenty and up. Yep. Okay, three twenty up credit score. It's fine. You can just come on and you can take out a loan to go ahead and pay out these, these payments. I know that's right, Benji. So we have the shines here. How are y'all doing, shines? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How are y'all feeling about people not paying these invoices oh, on the Million Dollar Conversations podcast? Oh. It's Corona season. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to get. They trying to get it. Trying to yes. get it as free as it comes. <laughs> but we have the shines. If y'all can introduce yourselves. Oh man, Go you want to start? 
if you would do the honors. <laughs> well, my name is Brittany Shine. Um, I am a mother, new mother. I'm wife, mother, child of God. Amen. Um, I create business uh, called Key World Studios. Um, um, I've also just recently produced a new song called Walking by Faith. And we are plugging it in at the end of this podcast, guys. <laughs> Y'all got to get and, that. Uh, just doing podcasts as well at BrittanyShine.com and um, really just taking it to the next level. Eventually, my husband and I are going to do podcasts together. Yeah! We love to see it. We love to see it. Bring the light. That's it. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually more the reserved one, so he's more the talkable. I don't know why he's not doing podcasts. Oh, he's turning to, oh, yes. (laughs) He said, soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Soon enough. Man, it's just, it's a, it's a, well, first and foremost, my name is Marcus Sean, and I'm just a proud husband, proud dad, proud child of God. Man, it's a privilege just to be busy in this season, man. I'm, um, my my greatest joy is just serving God, serving mm-hmm. my family. I'm um, enjoying this little one right here. Yeah, little Benny keeping me very busy. He's so delicious, uh, but not as busy as he's keeping his mom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but just just enjoying this time, man. I, uh, I'm a graphic designer. Um, I love just advancing the kingdom of God through ministry, uh, through media ministry. But uh, that's it. I, I, if I could, I could tell you a lot about me, but I'd rather not. I'd rather just just do what I'm doing right now. That's just being a husband, being a dad, and a, and a, and a great friend of y'all. Amen. I and love well, that. actually, no. I'm going to recant. Lord um, <laughs> is going to recant. Oh, okay. Hold my mink. All right. Um, oh, he wow. said he'd rather not tell you more, but I'd rather tell you more about both of them. For one, uh, Marcus Shine, Marcus Jamal Shine the third. You're going to put his name I'm kidding. I'm sorry, guys. All right. Anyway, (laughs) he is the owner. All right. He is the chief executive officer, the founder of Heroes Design Studios. It is. Yes. It is an exclusive um, uh, marketing and graphic design firm that is rooted in and helps to supplement kingdom businesses. He is also the creator. He went smack off on my book cover. So I have to let y'all know that this is the man that you want in your corner. And Brittany out here recording whole songs, all right, whole bangers out here in these streets. Bangers, all right? All right, big banger B, okay? So, yes, banger B over here. <laughs> That's exactly actually when we refer to her as such. Big B. Banger B. Okay. And what's Marcus? What's gonna be Marcus' rap name? Uh, Marcus. Uh... Uh, <laughs> Mark. Doc. Mark. Doc. Mark. I like that. I, I love like it. That. We're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with that. All right, guys. So um, if you've been listening to the Million Dollar Conversations podcast for the last few episodes, we've been trying to um, help y'all to get to know us a little bit better as the host. And of course, when we have co-hosts, we want you to know them a little bit better as well. So since we are both couples and we know y'all love to see this, right? We are going to challenge each other to spell out your um, your spouse's name, describing 
they're describing them with each letter, okay? So, like, their name is Adam, and you say A for attitude, okay? I don't know. Something like that. So, uh, anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Oh, confidence. All right, I love to see it. <laughs> okay, P for perfect for me. Huh. I like that. Uh, next one, A, attitude. Lots of it, but I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> do you? T for tenacious. I mean, you're hungry. You totally looked at my notes. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I did. What does tenacious mean? Tenacious means like you're a go getter. Like your your perseverance is on another level. The man is trying to set himself up for uh, later on in life. And it's, it's all right. The it's Lord fine. knows my wants. All right, go and ahead. all my needs. Uh, anyways, uh, he knows the desires of your heart. There you go. That's it. Okay, so we at T. Oh no, we at R. R for um, real. Uh-huh. You're a very real person. Um, you're personable, um, and I like that about you. So we are going to go to I. I for intelligent. You're a very smart lady. You know that part of the reason why you're my wife. C. C for uh, courageous. You know, you endure a lot of storms and you just still keep chugging. I like that. E for... Uh, um, Easy going. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that part. <laughs> and that was all. <laughs> That's more like me. Okay. Uh, right. E for... Um, excellent. Yeah. I oh, would just throw that in there. It's fine. Yeah, you're excellent. Does person. it get a, do, I, do I get a description after that one, or is that just all? I mean, you're just a well-rounded individual. All all along, you know, you you have a lot of layers to you, and I like that. It's like a new person every day. I believe that. Yeah. All right, for Tweety, for <laughs> T, we have talented. My husband is a man, a jack of many trades, a man of many hats, um, someone who has the ability to do many different things. Um, and anything he does, he puts his heart in it. He doesn't have to do it. Um, and he's extremely talented. W for wise. He gets me together day in and day out. The things I think are pretty good ideas or what I would call going with my gut. He rearranges me and says, no, that's not smart, Patrice. You need to do this. Eclectic. Tweety is extremely eclectic. I think that on the surface, he looks very normal. Um, but on the inside, <laughs> on the inside, on the inside, of me. he's very, he has, he has a different way of looking at things. Um, and he likes, he's, he's, he's just sound and color. If you could think of like a human lava lamp, that would be Tweety. Wow. This is very descriptive. I like this. Yeah. And uh, you know, I wish I um, came with my e for encouraging. Um, just knows how to just you know lift you from a low place and lift you from a, even an okay place and I appreciate that about you. Um, tenacious because tenacious, tenacious okay. tweet. Maybe you should change from Uncle T the treacherous <laughs> one to the tenacious one. I kind of like treacherous. They know me for this. I'm treacherous. And why? Yappy. Tweety likes to talk. Actually, a lot of people would assume that I am the talker of both of us. Really? That is actually untrue. I'm going to debunk that today. Yappy. Yappy. Me. Me. Tweety likes to talk. Tweety likes to talk. Okay, we're going to have a vote in the room. Who's yappy? I'm not yappy. 
right. As you digest that, the shines. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> hey, this is beautiful. This we off to a really great start. <laughs> this is exciting, man. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I actually um, took some notes on them, a couple of those words. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll I should have go, took some notes because go into more detail on this. Your letters are pretty hard. All right, <laughs> <laughs> started off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, man, coming out the gate with a B, bold. Oh it, yes, yeah, man, very, bang a B. Very bold, <laughs> and in a great way. I think yes, uh, when we first absolutely. started our relationship, it was a. It was a bold, like a maybe like an uncontrollable boldness, <laughs> but 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 we've come so far, and it's it's a righteous boldness, and I, I thank God for that. Uh, R is for reserved. I think you're very reserved. You know how to sit back in the cut and and observe and just pay attention to what's going on. It doesn't make you a shy person, but you know being reserved, it just I honor that about you because I think I'm on the I'm on the level. Well, I'm just out there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I need somebody to be reserved for me. So um, the I, the I is for. I want to say, inspiring. Absolutely. Very inspiring. Bang. Uh, a lot of stuff that you do encourages me. You know, where it would usually be maybe intimidating. It is is actually pretty um, inspiring. The things that you do. Uh, the T. Oh my goodness! Two T. Two T. Two T. Good. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and and I, by the way, I am Team Treasurer's one. I'm Thank sorry. you. I'm wow. Sorry. I love you, I love you, problematic. Hey, wow. uh, <laughs> I got some help in the building today. Some dog. <laughs> but on this T, man, you are. Uh, very talented, I yeah, gotta oh say, gosh. man. Just in in so many things, you're fluent in in the keys, you know, singing, even designing. You know, mm. in the beginning, you know, it was like, hey, I need you to design everything for me. But mm. now, I'm really seeing you take the reins and and design a lot of stuff by yourself. So very mm. talented. Um, and T, another T. Lord help me. Brittany <laughs> <laughs> name long. <laughs> Fifty or something. T. Oh uh, man. She's a natural you teacher. Tough. Oh, she's very tough. tough. Yes. You know, I think that um, a lot of things that you've gone through and go through on a daily, especially now being a mother and a wife, uh, you got to be tough, and you were built tough. Mm-hmm. I say another T for tough. Uh, for the end. Oh my. Dang, I thought the T's were hard. Dang. For the end. Cause when I when I think of N words, they they all pretty negative. Like. But dang, let me see what we got. Man, you are nice. Man, I think nice is is really an understatement. But but to uh, just to make do for this N, you are very nice. You're very nice. Um, and two E's. E's. Ooh. Uh, uh, I can I can say this one. Uh, you're definitely encouraging. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that goes with inspira- inspiring, but you're definitely encouraging. Encouraging and edifying. Mm, all right. 
What? There we go. I like that. I like that, babe. Yeah, that's you good. Are. That's <laughs> good. You like that or you really like that, like that, so you can, uh, you still think about this cue. Yeah. <laughs> Are you contemplating? <laughs> no, I think I have a word for the cue. Okay. I think I have a word for All the right. cue. All right. Well, let's go. Okay, so, woo, M. Let's start with the M. Um, I think that you are, um, dang, I, I, I can think of words that don't, that, that's not included in your name, but okay. I mean, well, letters is not included in your name. Okay. Um, M for mm, the only two words that I can think of is marvelous. <laughs> yeah. And um, maker. That's the only two words I can think of. Mm-hmm. But um, like you're, you know how to make things work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You for sure. Um, you always try to solve issues mm-hmm. or solve problems whenever something's going on. Like, okay, let me fix this. Or let me <laughs> let me make this happen or something. Um, for the A, I think <clears throat> that you are. Um, ooh, a a a a. I usually think for A for Apple whenever I say the the ABC uh, shows, but A for (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know for A A. You just, you just, you be like, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll man, you think we'll I have an attitude? Can I have an attitude? Attitude, okay. You can have, I have, do I have you a have attitude? very bright attitude, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, we can do that. So, yes, you have a very bright attitude. Um, let's move on to the name, R, because A is hard. All right, so R is for... Rough, like you know how to go through rough stages in life and mm-hmm. still survive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's what I can say about you. Um, and you don't give up either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't. You don't let your your pride get in the way. I think you've overcome that a long way. God's so. still working on me. And then for the Q, I would say quick. Quick. Yes. Yes. That's good. Uh, you That's move good. quick. Yes. Don't waste no time. Yes. You are on the move. I don't you know, know what? what life That's would for be the like. M. M yeah. for move. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, quick. Very quick. Um, I don't know what life would be like without me. Okay. And then for the U, I would say you are always uppity. Well, not always up there. Uppity? uppity. Is that the right word? Is that the right word? No. What are you trying to say? What? Oh, no. I was trying to make... I was trying... I meant to say, like... Like upbeat? Like upbeat. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No. No. So, yes. I was trying... Uppity. Like, Oh, not that word. No, I was. I'm I meant sorry, to say upbeat. Yeah, okay, you're very upbeat. Going. You always, 
you keep me upbeat and you you keep so many others upbeat yes, as well. for sure. So yeah, upbeat is the correct term. All right, so I I for mm, I mean it's easy to say inspiring, but I mean you're you're more than just inspiring. You are um, important. You are very important um, to the world. I yeah. mean you yeah, for sure. You can definitely. Sure. I mean, like your presence is very important. Um, you just make people smile. You, yes. You're just an important person. You're a very important person. Um, I think that when you leave this earth, a lot of people are going to be touched by you because you are just mm. very important. Mm. Um. Did I, okay, yeah. I was about to say, did I spell your name right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then S. S for... Mm. Ooh, S for smiley. Smiley. Yes. <laughs> yes. Smile. Oh my God. Yes, you love to smile. And I that's what I love about you. You smile. You make me smile. You make everybody smile. Absolutely. I mean, yes. Make us all Absolutely. smile. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, y'all have no idea. We love this couple so much. Um, they are so special to us. Um, and it's just been an honor to just walk with them um, and just do life with them. So one thing we met the um, when we met them, it was on the basis of entrepreneurship and business. All right. Um, and so we met um, doing meetups to, you know, just like work on business, encourage each other, sharpen each other's iron, all that good stuff. And so we're going to have a little conversation because one thing we do on Million Dollar Conversations is what we conversate, which is not a word. Do not say conversate. It's not a word. We converse. All right. But um, this week on Tuesday, uh, the a lot, social media celebrated what they like to call Blackout Tuesday, okay, in which you were to only patronize black business, um, only circulate what is deemed the black dollar, blase, mm-hmm. blase, blase. It's green. All right. So, um, just for the record, everybody in here is colored. All right. Everybody in here is black. Melanated. Which would mean that the businesses they have are also what? Melanated. All right. So... <laughs> Um, there was just a few that you know. This is just a few things I want to touch on with this. Um, I'm going to give a little, a little brief, um, a little brief. What, what, what should I say? Experience. I'm going to share an experience. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From last week. Actually, can you share it? Okay, so this past week I was like, you know what? I really want to give my wife something. I don't know what, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, Book an appointment for her to go to a chiropractor. I'm like, you know, her back has always been hurting. Like, I never really took the initiative. A massage could only go so far. We need some medical advice uh, on this. So I found this one lady. Actually, before finding her, I had found somebody else who had a higher rating. Um, So this guy had like a five-star review everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know, although, you know, he's... He has such a good rating. I also want to try out, you know, my black sister. I'm like, she a chiropractor too. So she got a 4.8. It can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why not go ahead and schedule? So I mm-hmm. schedule it for Monday mm-hmm. in the morning at 10. 
And you tell about your experience from there on. All right, so I left the house. I was calling, calling, calling. Anytime I've had an experience with going to like an office of any sort, a doctor's office, dentist's office, any kind of office, there's a receptionist. There's a reason why these people are in place. But we're going to come back to that in a second. So I called. Nobody picked up the phone. Because why? There was no receptionist. All right. And then I kept calling, kept calling uh, because I was going to be just a few minutes behind. Tweety was calling too. And then we got there. Well, I got there and nobody answered the door. Nobody picked up the phone. Nobody did anything. All right. And so Tweety was emailing her and she was just kind of like, oh, well, my bad. You know, my bad. And so I was like, dang, man, like people, there's like two sides of the spectrum. Like, people give black businesses a hard time because they're like, you ain't professional. You ain't never got nothing in stock. Why I got to wait so long on my chili dog? Like, why your milk so high? You know, like, people, like, there are many complaints when it comes to... This is all right. DJ with it, Marcus. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, we just give black businesses a hard time. And being that we're in the day and age where people are wanting to celebrate black businesses, there's a beautiful side of that because it's like, okay, these people have usually gone under the radar and now we should support them. I am of the influence that you should support good businesses. Not I necessarily agree. black. Not I, If you see a black business that is a good business, support it. Not just because it's black. We stand on the thing with hustle plans. Like, don't just be running up to us trying to get coffee just because we're black owned. Like, do not shop us just because we're black owned. Right. Shop us because we are actually a good business. And so, what are y'all's opinions on buying black, the black dollar, um, and just, just, I guess, circulating wealth within only our communities and just that whole narrative? Man, I think, uh, I just see it like, okay, if, if a black business a black owned business has integrity then i'm i'm all for it mm-hmm. not because it's black like mm-hmm. i i look at okay is this a is this a good business to be a part of is this a good business to support mm-hmm. to invest in um but i'm not just going to support any type of business just because it's black owned right. especially if it if it's if if you don't support your customers if you don't if you're not um, like I said, like integrity, like it has to be. For for me, I I look more into faith based businesses. Okay, than, talk about it then. Yeah, talk I, about I, it. I, I'm I'm more interested in that just because that's just my foundation of uh, my my belief. Right. Um, I I would support that more just because I know that okay they're representing Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is definitely uh, something I would rather support mm-hmm. versus, um, you know, a black-owned business. And I and I love I love my race. I love yeah. my race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that we are, um, we we're we're coming. I think we're coming off as racist when we say black-owned business because mm-hmm. you know a lot of other people may be may be offended by that. You know, mm. Um, mm, that's because, okay. Because if somebody said white owned business or we would tear stuff that, up, yeah, we would tear stuff up, yeah, yep. immediately, immediately, yeah. like without no questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> we're only shop, we're only doing the white dollar today. I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah. 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 In my safe state, <laughs> yeah. not the water fountain. 
Man, I totally agree with you, Brittany. What were you going to say, Marcus? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that uh, it's just so important to to know to know why you're shopping. To mm-hmm. know, because wh- wherever you spend your money, I believe wherever you spend your money is what you support. Mm-hmm. You know, you, mm-hmm. you only put your dollar behind so what true. you truly support. That Absolutely. is so true. Absolutely. And I mean, whether it's black or white, it just doesn't. I, I would say this. I would say that, that black is a bonus. Mm-hmm. It's black is beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love who I am. I'm not a, ashamed of who I am. Right. But when there's a lack of integrity, you know, I don't care who you are. You know, it's mm-hmm. I, I can't spend my dollar there, mm-hmm. you know, because that that's me saying that I support this. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, man, I, I agree with Brittany wholeheartedly. We definitely look more toward faith based businesses. Mm-hmm. We are not against, um, you know, people that aren't faith based because there are some great products out there, you right. know, that, that we need that are inside of our household, right. you know, right. Right. We pay right. for daily, Absolutely. you know, but we Absolutely. support it, you know, that's, that's just like, um, just the quality, quality makes a difference to me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm always going to choose quality over, uh, the color of my skin, mm-hmm. yes. you know, uh, that, I mean, that's all. I mean, I think we could just leave it right there for, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just would love to see um just a circulation of people promoting faith based businesses, mm-hmm. Christ owned yes. businesses. Because yes. like just like what you said to um Marcus about like, yeah, being black like, you know, if I go inside a barbecue shack and I see somebody uncle you know, Uncle Tito Cut back there. Me. You know, couldn't be, you know, back there with they sandals, they uncle sandals on. I feel with safe. The wife beater. I feel safe. Don't forget the wife beater. I really do. Like I feel like I am in a safe place and this barbecue is about to be bombed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though they sweating on the meat. Absolutely. I, I trust it. I trust it. And I so I do believe there are places in business where culture really does matter. Yeah. Where culture does take yeah. a form of priority. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just to just only patronize black businesses. As if every black first of all, let's just let's just cut to the chase. There are some black businesses out here that are like half run. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There are no systems in place. There are no this. And I just feel like to constantly cry stepchild and be like, Well, we don't have this, we don't have that. You know what? Representation is something that we absolutely need. We need to see more people step up and say, Okay, I'm a front runner in the coffee industry where everybody doesn't look like me. Okay, or you know you know what I'm that. saying? Or I I do piano lessons and I write music and I write curriculum and there's not a lot of people that look like me, you know, so it, it, there is a need for representation a hundred percent. But I think to always say like, well, we just don't have the resources or nobody supports me because I am black. I believe that right now we have a fair advantage to go out here and really shake something black or not black, but mainly Christ owned. I feel like we should really stand on that. I stand on I mean, sometimes you got to really realize that even if we put the name of Christ in a business does not technically make it a Christ centered business. Mm -hmm. There's so many people who use the name of Christ Mm -hmm. and sell records and don't believe nothing they singing, nothing that they're playing. It's just a whole gimmick Mm -hmm. because they know that if I just put that in front of everybody, 
they're gonna buy it because yeah, yeah. this is what they're there for. Mm-hmm. So I believe in the experience. Mm-hmm. If I walk in there, maybe you don't know you're operating in Christ principles, mm-hmm. but you're Christ business, mm-hmm. Christ center business. You know, yes, so yeah. it's just understanding and knowing that just because you're saying you're a black owned business should not mean that my wallet is gonna come out of my pocket faster. Yeah, that's never my case. My yeah. case is more of an experience, mm-hmm. more of the quality of the product. Excellence. And the excellence of it. And I'm hindering your growth if you're a black-owned business. If I'm just buying from you and lying to you, that is great. Wow. And it's not. Wow. And you're not growing at the, the speed that God wants you to grow because everybody's like, it's not that good, but it's black-owned. Wow. So I don't wow. want to live in that. And that's kind of my experience, which I had with this uh, particular uh, person. Mm-hmm. It was more of a... I shouldn't have booked you because I saw a black woman Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I'm going to help you. Did you need the help? I don't know if you did. Mm -hmm. Maybe you just. You sure wasn't acting like it. Okay. 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 We digress. Hey, so uh, if we can, if we can, if we go, if we can go just a a tad bit deeper, because I know that, I mean, when it comes to uh, minority, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, faith based or black owned, Hispanic owned, whatever. You, whoever considers themselves to be a minority right. um, tend to have a sometimes reasons, legitimate reasons, and sometimes excuses on why um, why we're not advancing. Yeah. You know, uh, such as um, you know, we just don't have the resources yeah. to be excellent, or we don't have this or that, or nobody's uh, supporting mm-hmm. us, so therefore we cannot uh, execute in excellence mm-hmm. like we should. Mm-hmm. Now I I like to I like to get y'all opinion on that. Like, is that is that truly a a legitimate reason? Uh, because you're not getting support while while we're not operating in excellence, or is it is it an excuse? I believe it's an excuse because support is earned, not given. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people want support because they started something, but really nobody really sees the the grinding. You know this, like mm-hmm. when you're creating graphics, mm-hmm. people see the end results, but they weren't there for the frustrating moments right. of, oh man, I hit the wall. Mm-hmm. I can't touch this for another two days mm-hmm. till the creative process <laughs> kicks back in. Uh- so, you know, the value of it when somebody receives it it may not even be to your value mm-hmm. of the product. Mm-hmm. It may be like, oh, thank you once again. But to you, it's like, if you only knew mm-hmm. the half of, you know, how I got to the, the end result, right. you'd appreciate and support it more. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I say support is earned. Mm-hmm. So I only support business that have earned my respect, earned wow. my trust. Wow. So I don't walk in Walmart being like, man, are they going to have milk today? <laughs> they have earned. Oh. <laughs> My, you know, my respect that every time I go to Walmart, not are they gonna have milk today? They go always. They run out of buns today. They gonna have it. Man. But if it's like a smaller, you know, right type of uh, grocery store, I don't know if I can depend on you the same way. But that's not a lack of resources. That's a lack of systems. Right. Like if you know that you run out of you know bread every Thursday, like. Order some more on, on Tuesday. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get ahead of it. Right. You know? And, and I don't want the listeners to think, like, oh, man, they just, they bash just black bash business. I'm We're like, not. I support not. I'm, I'm just seeking an understanding. Yeah, yeah. we have yeah. four yeah. black businesses yeah. in the yeah. building. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think it's an excuse, too, because we live in America. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, like, whether we live in the hood or in the suburbs, we all have a free opportunity to make it 
out of nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we we've seen evidence of black people making it out of, you know, poverty. Yeah. From rags to riches. I mean, we we have stories of that. Yeah. And there there there's I mean, there's so many resources that we have that we don't realize Mm -hmm. that we can use to I mean, to to be successful. Absolutely. 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 And I mean, I think the most important thing is like, we should remember we don't want our network to always look like anytime your network looks like you, like everybody in your circle looks just like you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to ask yourself, how far are you extending in your network? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're really trying to take it up to the next level, you know, there's got to be some people in the room that know something you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. that look like, look like something you've never seen before, not never seen before, but look look like something that you can't see at the cookout all the time. Right. And so I think it's important to embrace that and embrace diversity, you know? Yes. I I think Christ was the greatest example of learning how to lead and and be around people who are all different. These 12 uh, disciples were all from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Some rich, some poor, Mm -hmm. some had businesses, some didn't even know what that was. Mm -hmm. Um, And and he was like, he was yet still diligent in teaching each one of them, you know, even Judas was taught. Mm -hmm. He just chose to do what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But he chose to teach them more of uh, the godly principles, more how to walk with Christ and, and, and learn more of him. So I think that in this generation, as we're looking for Christ-centered business, we should also be an example. So when a Christ-centered business comes to or somebody's looking for a Christ-centered business, they can look at us and be like, I want to be like them. The blueprint. The blueprint. Model, yes, sir. So let me ask a question to start the pot. What is the difference between a Christ-centered business and a non-Christ-centered business? Okay, um... I believe that's a good question. I believe to me a Christ centered business is a Christ centered business is centered around Christian principles. Absolutely. Um, yes. that it is not going against the word of God in any way or shape or form. That money is not its idol mm-hmm. on like, you know, we're just gonna you know, sell as much as we can and we're gonna uh try to undercut people with this kind of you know, a procedure or mm-hmm. a way of doing business. So I believe a Christ-centered business has Christian principles from the word of God, the Bible. And you can see that from the front door, from the advertisement, from um, anything that they do, merch. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would consider a Christ-centered business. All right. Amen. Mm-hmm. I also believe that, you know, whether it doesn't have to say that you know you, you should you should be able to identify a Christ centered business without you know it being on your t-shirt or without it being on a sign you know people can see it like you say from the front to the back they can see it right it, the the atmosphere is you know it's filled with the love of god it's mm-hmm. filled with you know the, just those mm-hmm. things the holy spirit is present yeah you know you can see that through through the 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 details the threading of a business, you can just feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it may be hard to explain. That but mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. That it's anointing. there. Yeah. And you don't jeopardize the integrity of the business for, and especially for money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the driving force. Right. And that's what I learned too. I had to learn the hard way too because I didn't even realize that that was what I was more focused on. I was focused on 
when I first started the business in Kiro Studios, I was focused more on making the money. Like, okay, I got to make the money. Got to gotta make it consistently. And so mm-hmm. I was just charging ridiculous prices and didn't realize I was charging like prices that that it was it was just too expensive and i was mm-hmm. just like man like i wonder why and i wonder now i know why people have been running away from the business and it was because my prices were just way too high for no reason mm-hmm. i didn't know what i was doing i didn't really seek the lord about um how how to operate the business and so i had to learn the hard way like no, you have to get the charge a fair to. price. Right. Do it God's way. <clears throat> um, even the the music that that I teach inside of the lessons, um, it has to be kingdom. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. to it has mm-hmm. to represent the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I've learned from just starting the business and just keeping the business going. Um, but yeah, amen. Brittany, you bring up a really good point when you talk about pricing. And we've actually never talked about this on the Million Dollar Conversation podcast before when it comes to pricing. I think there's a lot of like in the social media realm of entrepreneurship, so many people are like, charge what you were, charge what you were. But like if you started yesterday, it's arguable right. as to you, what you, you are worth. You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and so I understand that like everybody has has been told at some point in their life that they are very special and they are worth a lot. But, but I mean... The truth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I love how you were saying, like, I did charge a certain amount and then I realized that it wasn't fair as far as, like, the market was looking or how other people were charging, whatever. And that was a wise move for you as a business owner. But what do you guys think about just, like, the constant pursuit of being told to charge this much versus... Like and, and I feel like most people aren't ever in the middle. It's like you charge too much, and you you, you know right. you, you barely to work with people, mm-hmm. or you 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 getting clients all the time, but you're trying to undercut and be like, oh, I just want to you know I just want to retain, I just want to whatever because God does not want us to be broke. Mm-hmm. Right. I truly mm-hmm. believe that. Right. I truly believe that. So what do y'all think? I think God wants us to depend on him. Mm-hmm. So yes. even in the pricing, he's asking you to trust him to bring the fish, mm-hmm. uh, that he'll bring the fish. And and sometimes we want to go into the lake or the river and we're like just diving in mm-hmm. with nobody's uh, boat, mm-hmm. with nobody's like safety guard or whatever they use to put on themselves mm-hmm. and just think, I'm going to just catch a fish. I see it. I'm yeah. going to jump. Yeah. And God is like, if you're patient enough. I'll bring every single one to you and you don't have to worry about money anymore. You don't right. have to worry about the business anymore because it's my business. Mm-hmm. Oh, so exactly. when, you, when you consider it Christ-centered, now that we're talking about that, it's not yours. Yeah, You're just a, a vehicle or a, 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 a tool vessel. or a vessel for it. Yep. So I consider all the businesses that we have God's business. Mm-hmm. So we are just vessels for it because <laughs> if I don't breathe, I can't function. I work the business. Very good. So point. he keeps me alive to work the business. That means that it's his and he's trying to work something through it. Yeah. Whether it's uh, employ, uh, to employ somebody, whether it's to give jobs to other people. It's, you know, sometimes when we get our business, we always think it's for us. Mm-hmm. And God is trying to tell you, like, no, it's for the multitude, it's for everybody. That I am calling it to. Uh-huh. So um, for me, I truly believe that it's a matter of integrity when it comes with prices. Knowing that market value, you never want to undercharge. 
and you never want to overcharge, mm-hmm. but you want to, you know, you do want to value where you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you've been playing the piano for 10 years, Absolutely. you better pay. Absolutely. Uh, you better put the prices 10 years worth of playing the piano because right. you're not a newbie. You're not right. a rookie right. anymore. Right. Right. So if you've been designing for X amount of years, you shouldn't be charging what somebody who just started last week is charging. Absolutely. So those are the things that I learned along the way because I had the same issue as you, Brittany, where I overcharged for some things I didn't even know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, yeah. that was the thing. Like I just... I, I thought I knew enough mm-hmm. yeah. and God just reminded me that that's greed mm-hmm. you know and it gets yes. it Ooh. gets in the way of a lot of businesses that or, or contracts that he's trying to give you God is trying to bless you but he got to know you're not going to be undercutting his people mm-hmm. you're yes. not going to be overcharging Amen. the people he's sending you to mm-hmm. so for us like no you're going to get a fair price go look yes. at the same price of the coffee elsewhere it's going to be right there with us mm-hmm. wow that's it that's, yes. that's beautiful Amen. And I also had to catch myself too because I didn't really, I didn't even know what a black owned business was at the time. And I remember this one man, he like promoted my business as a black owned business. And I was so blinded at the time. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, I was just like, support, support. Like, I was just trying to, like, promote the business Mm -hmm. and wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. And, like, most of my clients, well, not most of my clients, but I remember having one particular client. She was a very, very Mm -hmm. nice lady, but she did not like Mm -hmm. the white race. She didn't like, she didn't like white people. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess because of, you know, of what happened in the past with the slavery and everything. But she just did not like, and I, and I was just like, and the man that actually promoted my business, he referred her to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, am I attracting racist black people? Like, I didn't realize that when... When you are in a black-owned business club or, you know, some type of organization like that, Mm. they actually have, like, different type of uh, memberships or organizations that they create just for black-owned businesses. Mm. But is it really, like, going to benefit others? Is Mm. is it just only for the black people? Mm. Like, and so I had to catch myself. I'm like, whoa, like... No, this is not, this is, I don't want to promote it as black owned business. I want to promote it as faith based, Mm -hmm. faith based. Everybody is welcome. Yeah. Everybody is welcome. All races, because that's what the kingdom of God is all about. Absolutely. Diversity. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to move into our faith topic because we did talk. I always love that we talk a lot about faith in our business conversation. But I really want us to touch on um, normalizing our testimony because we know that we are living in some reckless times out here. And there are a lot of people who are truly falling away from the name of Jesus Christ. Like they like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Don't bring that up around me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. So how can we truly normalize our testimony um and how often do you find yourself sharing your testimony um i don't i never want to normalize it because i feel like every time i talk about my testimony it feels like it just happened yesterday Mm -hmm. because to me it it was such a uh a moment a turning point in my life 
that every time I, I talk about it, I come with enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes uh, a, like God reminds me of how far he's truly taken me. Mm-hmm. So we never want to normalize it necessarily to me. I think we want to uh, make sure that people understand how real it is. That's what I mean by normalizing. Right. I mean like making it normal to talk about all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Got you, got casualize you. Casualize it. Well, not casualize it, but you know what I mean. Like talk about it. Just talk make, about it. Yeah, I would just say like, just make it uh, your normal lifestyle. Like yeah. it has to be okay. real. Your I life, ha- your lifestyle has to be real in mm-hmm. order for it to be normal for you to talk about it. Because if you talk about Jesus and your lifestyle is totally contrary to that, it's not gonna seem normal. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna look at you like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Like you, you over here doing this, but you talking about Jesus. Yeah. I, I need you to. Tell me who you really are. <laughs> right. Have y'all ever felt any shame in sharing your testimony? Even though you know God delivered, even though you know. Um... Mm-hmm. No, I would say it's actually, um, and and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it, but I actually uh, do feel bad about saying it. But there were times where I would actually boast in my in my testimony, you know, just knowing, you know, where I come from and what mm-hmm. I grew up doing, mm-hmm. because at one point that was something that was glorified, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But now it's almost like I cannot have a conversation without, uh, without sharing my testimony. Now I will say that it's, it's a challenge and you have to, you have to define the line between, um, comparing your, your, your downfalls with other people mm. and actually sharing your testimony. The difference is Jesus. Okay. You know, the difference Ooh, is, yes. you know, the difference is that deliverance that we came mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. you know, that we did overcome. Mm. And if we, if we read God's word where it says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb yeah. and by the power of our testimony, Come on. I think we would share it a lot more often because it, it is that very thing. We know Jesus we know what he did. We know his testimony, mm. but it's important for people to see your testimony because at, oftentimes I believe that we see Jesus and, and some people, the world sees Jesus and they put him so high, which he is. He's worthy. He, he sits on the highest throne. Yeah. But, but, but some people see him so far off that it's so unattainable. Mm-hmm. But when they see Jesus in us, it makes him that much closer, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they can know that yes. it's possible to yes. overcome. So, yeah, I think we do need to start normalizing our conversations. It's, it's part of that. Uh, it's actually a tool to help win souls. I think a lot of uh, th- what saddens me is a lot of people are saying that they don't. A lot of black people are saying that they don't believe in Jesus because it's a white man's religion. And it's like, if that's the only reason why you don't believe in Jesus, then we got to We got to get to know the real Jesus. Mm. We got to get to know the real Jesus. Mm. Cause, you know, white Jesus or black Jesus has nothing to do with the real Jesus. Mm. It has nothing to do with his blood. <laughs> right, right. Nothing to do with his blood. Blood exactly. still red. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it still shares for me. Right. Mm-hmm. It still works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's important to, um, as we reflect on our testimonies, to allow the Holy Spirit to use it the right way mm-hmm. because you can like have the whole one, two, three step. Yeah. You know, at yeah. first I was this, then I was that, yeah. then I was washed by yeah. the blood and sanctified. <laughs> and you know, the person on and the other end is like, 
Huh? Mm-hmm. Man. And we got to even walk them down. I'm like, yo, like, for real, look, this was me. Man. This is how Beautiful, really what cool, he did for me. Naked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I try to make it as tweety as possible mm. so that they can see, like, it was like what you're seeing now is only Christ mm. who was able to Probably. do that. Because we never want to take any of that glory mm-hmm. and say, you know, it was Christ plus Tweety mm-hmm. that equals the person you see before. You know, it's like all the glory, all of the glory goes deserves and goes to God mm-hmm. for the man you see before you. Mm-hmm. And he could do the same thing for you, bro. Yeah. If you allow him, are you willing? Yeah. Now, now you got the ears of like, OK, like if he did it for him. Mm-hmm. Surely he could do it for me. Mm-hmm. So I have one thing I want everybody to to. um be able to deposit into um let's debunk a lot of the things and the noise that some people who are unbelievers might have about christianity and if you could just give a one-liner just one line and i know there are many lines that could possibly come up to just tell them as to why you gave your life to god Mm, that's good we'll give you 30 seconds (laughs) i have one okay go ahead there is nobody on this earth who could have died for me. Say that. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to piggyback off of yours, but I, for me, um, you know, words are like a really big thing for me. And so the meaning of words, to know that Jesus chose the cross, like like he had an opportunity to be like, forget y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have said that. Like, Patrice would have been like, y'all don't Most got it us. right. Y'all don't want to act right. Fine. It probably would have been one of the main ones still. Take me a be, Being a part of it. Like, nah, forget this. Like, to know that he could have, he didn't have to die and suffer, but to choose suffering and to choose death and right, the, right. the magnitude that he did and to choose the cross. And to still be like, ha, y'all thought death won. Psych. Like, that to me speaks volumes of what even is to come. What was happening during that day and what was going to happen in generations to come. To know that he chose. And that's how I know he chose me. Amen. Amen. I'm going to piggyback off of both of those and just say that I never knew true forgiveness. Mm. I never saw true love. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I've I've been with a multitude of people from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. but I've never seen anyone that would be willing to lay their life down for someone that they didn't know. Yeah. But yeah. he chose to do that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Yeah. And I would say I was reading the scripture in Romans chapter five. Christ died for the ungodly, mm-hmm. which means we were all ungodly at one point. Mm-hmm. We were all unrighteous and it's like when he when he tells us love our neighbor as we love ourselves, it's like, man, like, okay, now I understand why. Because like he tells us to forgive us others as well because he he gave us a chance mm-hmm. to see another day when mm-hmm. we didn't deserve it, you know, when we made him angry and um I would say one thing, um, is the evidence. Like a lot of people don't believe in Jesus because they don't they don't know that he's real they don't know if he's, if he's real or not and mm-hmm. i would just say look at the evidence of mm-hmm. of the change in yourself come on go out the change in yourself i mean i can speak for me like the the person that i used to be yeah 
And the person I am today, yeah, nothing but God. Nobody but God. (laughs) Somebody else could not have done it. That's all of our testimony. Yeah, Yeah. that is all of our testimony. The The fact that he died, he didn't just die. Like there may be people that say, "I'll take a bullet for you, bro. I'll I'll die for you. I'll you will." But what? Where would that? Would where would I end? And he rose again. Christ died with a purpose. Yeah, and he rose again for eternal life. Right. Yeah. He didn't just die because a lot of people. Oh well, well the soldiers died. The the soldiers in the in the army died right. for us. And our ancestors, yeah, died. our ancestors yeah. died. And okay, but they did. Don't take again? that for granted. Yeah, who but that didn't again? promise eternal life. Right? I think the finality is what you just said there. That's that's the quote that I want to like. I want people to like take from all of this is that um, there's a KB lyric that says. Life has not been the same since death died. He didn't just die for just us. He also died and brought back keys. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. saying that, you know what, I have, I have conquered death mm-hmm. for y'all mm-hmm. to have this mm-hmm. eternal life. Through who? Through me, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love the fact that he went through not just the step, steps of dying, but, like, I died with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And the purpose was for you. Yes. Then on top of that, I got back something for you. I even left. When I left, I gave you the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Like, just the precautions and the measures that he came with. I mean, there's nothing or anything that anybody could say to disprove Jesus for me. Mm. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, Chad, they gonna. Ha- oh Lord, we're gonna start stomping then, in here. I'm sorry, I got one more thing Go ahead, to say Brady. because a lot of people say, "Well, I don't see him, so how do I know that he's real?" But it's like you don't see wind, but you, you don't see coronavirus. You don't see coronavirus, <laughs> you don't... but you see the evidence, right? <laughs> well, and it's the senses too. Mm-hmm. Like just because you don't see him doesn't mean he's not real. I mean, mm-hmm. you can. You can still feel his presence. Mm-hmm. You can hear his voice. Mm-hmm. All you can do at this point is deny him. Speak it, Ben. Yeah, that's right, baby. And what else? All right, y'all ready to go into the relationship and marriage conversation? Good stuff. They love this one. We, yeah. we know that this is your favorite part of the podcast because you get to just, you know... One, Tweety now is going on the record of saying we are not marriage counselors. We are just two fools. No, I'm just kidding. Not fools. Not fools. But we, you know, we, we two we, mosquitoes on the wall. Just, there you go. We are like two roches up under the dishwasher. You know, oh, just not, not under. <laughs> you know, we in the cabinet eating something. Something, yes, eating, yes. Yeah, we, we leaving we, you with the crumbs. Yeah. Yes. We in the light somewhere. All right, so guys, we did get another letter. We want to call this Million Dollar Mail. All right, so guys, are y'all, Shines, are y'all ready to help this person oh, with their million dollar mail they, they wrote in with? Oh, All right. Because we got a few things to talk about in the marriage and a relationship conversation, okay? All right, so this person said, hey, MDC team, listen to you guys every week. And I even had my boyfriend listening to you, too. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years, and Mm -hmm. I have lately been hinting at getting married. He says that he can't see his life without me, but he's not yet ready. I am honoring his honesty, but don't want to wait too long to get married. A few of my girlfriends have pulled me to the side and told me that he's been stringing me along and they want to see me in a healthy relationship. When I went back to him, He told me to let them go as friends and that he never liked them anyway. 
I laughed it off, but I'm in a state of confusion. Then he randomly told me that he didn't think uh, monogamy was natural in a joking <laughs> way. We joke a lot, but I didn't know what to take seriously. Ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should see Banger's face. Red flag. Banger, Banger B's face. She's not, she's not pleased with this at all. All right. Um, we joke a lot, but I didn't know what, what to take seriously, especially after he told me to stop being friends with people that I've known for years. One day he makes a step for something more serious, and the next day he does something that makes me question the last three years of my life. He's recently joined my church, and I'm afraid that if we do happen to break up, I'll still see him, and people will encourage us to get back together. I just don't know what to do. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, well, that's... So, question. Why Why wouldn't you want your girlfriend to see their friends after so many years? Or her friends after so many years? That sounds like a controlling... That is totally like a, a red flag for that. Just saying, like, I don't like your friends. And I, I mean, I, my assumption is that if we've been dating for three years, they've probably been my friend for as long as we've been dating. If not longer. So all of a sudden, when they have something to say about you, you're like, oh, I don't, I never liked them anyway. Mm-hmm. I think that, well, actually, I would like for the men to, because y'all speak men. So, so. I'm going to be treacherous on this. Come on, treacherous. I'm going to help. I'm gonna Sometimes help you out, treacherous bro. is very transparent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to help you out as much as I can, but this is a losing battle. Why are you bro? trying to help him out? She the one who wrote in. He didn't write in. I, I know. Man, we want to get your letters, please. But I'm help. trying to. I'm trying to help them out. How about that? Okay. So, first thing that we have here, the problem is that somehow your conversations are leaking. You know, I, I feel like there there does need to be an understanding of what conversation should be going out to the friends. Because if he said this in confidence and you are going out there and you're telling your friends and maybe the friends are disagreeing with him, it may be one of those things where he feels like you're breaking, you know, breaking code, breaking code between y'all. That was pillow talk and you're not taking it to your friends. So I can see his side of things of like, okay, why, why are you allowing your friends to dictate what you think of me? And maybe he's actually being honest in this moment, saying, I am not ready. Well, I um, think that's clear. I think, think he definitely said he was not ready. Right, she but says I, she honors that. Right. But it seems like her perspective changes when, you know, changed when he was ta- playing around about, you know, polygamy and or, you know, wanting more monogamy. monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe it was a joke. Maybe they were playing the cards of humanity. You know, these kind of things are out there. I, I just don't know. I wanna play I wanna play the treacherous one today. Uh, I just don't you're know. Passing the baton to Marcus. Marcus help. Okay. Man, that's dope. No, <laughs> is it? Listen, so I mean all I can truly say, sis, if you if you're actually uh writing and you're you're truly concerned, uh, man, the first thing I wanna say is run for the hills. Why? Uh, <laughs> wow. But no, but I'm 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 in and just being genuine, I just wanna say that that there is obviously a question that you genuinely have. There's some concern and some red flags that you know that that are there and you're trying to get, or it seems to me, I'm not trying to make any assumptions, but it seems to me like you're really trying to get a second opinion. Like you, I believe that you, you know, and you are aware of some things that's just not right. And you, you want your friend's opinions. You do want the friend's opinions that's, that's been in your corner for a very long time. And that you've known that you've 
you've earned their trust. They've earned your trust. And you, you really, it seems like you're trying to get another opinion. So um, I, I think you, you should really go with your gut and, and run for the hills. All right. Before you do. I, I, I don't know if that was too treacherous. You helped. Uh, I do agree. And I, I think at the end of the day, it's not as, you know, I, I, I like the fact that you're being sincere. You're opening yourself up. You've been together three years. You know, I think by then there should be some solidification on where you guys are going. Because when you're dating, you're dating with purpose. The purpose is marriage. So, yeah. I think that um, if you are in a state of confusion, because you have blatantly said, I laughed it off, but I am in a state of confusion where you want to get married and somebody saying they're not ready. Um, It does not mean that they won't ever be ready. It does not mean that they won't soon be ready. But also um, ask yourself, like, you know, you're you're respecting that that's his honesty. But are you being honest with yourself? You know, are you saying like, what do I really want? And I think that if he's saying things that are making you uncomfortable, like monogamy is not natural. Again, Sweetie made a good point. What context was it used in? Was it like, were y'all, was he, I I don't know. I tend to feel like that people joke about things that are serious all the time. All the time. So I, I, but also. I wouldn't joke like that. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But, But that shows his true colors. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, he's showing you what type of man, and it he may is. be hard to accept. You know, I mean, when you invest that much time into into a person, man mm-hmm. or woman, mm-hmm. uh, when that's hard. When, when you invest, huh? That's hard. It's very hard. Yeah, that's some time invested. But I will say, and I heard you say today, Brittany, um, that you know, don't don't do it for the sake of having someone. Yes, for you the know? sake of yes, yeah. Don't do it for the sake of having somebody. Um, I think that sometimes people tend to put marriage on like the pedestal of it's mm. not that it's not, but like the pedestal of next to being like saved. Mm. Like, you know, it's like like almost at that level of an like if I get a trophy. You know, wow. and it's it is an accomplishment. Mm. We've talked no, about this before. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also believe that you don't want to make it an idol. Mm. That's what I mean. Yeah. A lot of people make marriage an idol. You make your wife or your husband like the thing and you mm-hmm. put them way past beyond God. Like they can't do nothing wrong. And it's the truth of the matter is they will. And God is the one who perfects them and, and builds them up to the, the woman of God or the man of God they're supposed to be. And in saying that too, when it comes to engagement, it's like the pre-baptism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You go up to get saved, but you know what I'm saying? You still got to go down under the water. Mm-hmm. So don't be, you know, don't be too wild by you know, a proposal when he put a ring on it, mm-hmm. you still got to go through with the marriage. You absolutely, know what I mean? that's yeah, just, absolutely. That's the first step. The wedding is just today. It's, it's a cute <laughs> thing. It's, yeah. just, it's real like, cute. I feel like yeah. it's just cute. I don't think so. Yeah, it's real fluffy. Uh, 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 you get to the root, <laughs> the root of the person, and you're like, oh. We because do. that is like the quickest way for men to say, oh, well, I put the ring on our finger, so we I ain't ever gotta up. get married. Yeah. And, you know, I ain't gotta pay for no divorce papers or nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like men think like that. Like, well, I ain't gotta marry her. Right? I'ma just, I'ma just, you know, go ahead and put the ring on it just to just, satisfy. Just, yeah. You know? yeah, we've been engaged for ten years. Yeah. yeah, life partnerships. 
So speaking of life partnerships, well, before we go there, before we go to being entangled, that's a tough one. Um, y'all, are y'all liking these transitions that are entangled? Happening? Um, yeah, so you segue into I, I do want to touch on um, just just so we can give her um, some solace here. She did say he's recently joined her church. And she does not like, she's kind of, I feel like she's foreshadowing a breakup happening. Like, she's like, you know, we might not make it, but if we don't, he at my church, so what do I do? Why is, what is his intentions on being with her after three years anyway? What, what, uh, that's the question I'm thinking about. Like, what, what does he, what is he trying to get out of this relationship? So, what I'm assuming is like, we know a lot of men um, it's not that maybe he does not have the desire to marry her. Like I've just heard some men say, I want to do it on my time. Yeah, like don't rush me to do something I'm already going to do, mm. you know? And so like, I think <laughs> well, that's but, a red flag. So. I mean, it is to a point, but I'm saying like, you know, I can understand some men, like we even had conversations when we were about to get engaged or when we were like, you know, like serious about talking about marriage. And I was like, so, so like, you know, you, if you think I'm about to be your girlfriend for five years, you, you playing and you're like, I will do it. But you're not like, just cause you get, you have a scene today doesn't mean it's going to happen today. My whole thing was that you set the standard. That's what a lot of women don't do. Mm-hmm. If you set the standard, you set the stage. Mm-hmm. My she needs to be. My standard is I seek marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you seek marriage? This should be the beginning talk. This should be first year. And to add to that too, I'm sorry to cut no, you, you off. But ahead. to add to that, stop having sex with him. If you if or or say no, we're not we're not having sex until marriage, and see what he gonna. What he gonna think about that? That part. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You set the stage, and a lot of women just don't. They're like, mm-hmm. oh man, you know, I'm, I'm just just going with the show because mm-hmm. he's supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you are really looking for a husband, a godly husband, you also have to be godly in your way. And, and that, uh, one way is just that what Brittany said. Mm-hmm. Y'all shouldn't be doing what y'all doing if y'all doing what y'all doing. So, what do y'all think she should do? He's at her church. He's there. He hasn't has he joined yet? He has recently joined my church. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. Okay, okay. This is the thing. I do believe that, you know, this is the thing about these letters, we're getting like part of the story. Half of the story, not the full story. So this is her perspective of the relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't know what sis been going through. We don't know if he is a godly man and he just really going through the motions of like, are you the wife? Mm-hmm. For him, mm-hmm. yeah, he could be testing the water. He could be testing the water. He could be out there and be like, "I'm just, you know, we playing Monopoly, I guess." <laughs> or he could just be playing her, right? That mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some guys, I'm sure some guys have joined the church just to, you know, hey, yeah. whatever you want me to do, we yeah. just gonna do it yeah. all the way. But we ain't gonna whatever I have to do to keep you, you know, satisfied. I think he wants the best of both worlds. I think that. When he said he thinks monogamy is not normal, that is normal. He said it's normal. No, he said it's not normal. He said it's not normal. Okay. Yeah. He wants polygamy. Which means, yes, which means he wants more than one woman, which means, yeah. This is rough. Y'all gonna have to edit this. (laughs) No, 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 we're gonna keep it as is. I am going to encourage sis to stay on your post 
with what God wants you to do. If you are supposed to stay at that church, that show church, you maybe you introduced him to, I promise you, like if he's not aligned with the will of God, he gonna fall off. He gonna find somewhere else to go on Sundays. You might see less of him. You might see more of him. It don't matter what you see. But um, it sounds like you're already kind of teeter-tottering with a breakup, like with like no longer being with him because it, it sounds like you're just uncomfortable. Like he's not saying things. Like three years in, you still not ready. What, what are you ready to do? Like, we going for another three years. At least engaged. Something. You know, so anyway, um, we're always going to say pray about it, right? But we're also going to give you some tools. Um, stay on your, your post. Stay on your assignment. Um, and keep praying about it. If if you feel like every day that goes by, there's more dissension, there's more misunderstandings, there's more confusion. I'm never going to be one to say like, just getting your feelings and dip, but I am going to say like, have a conversation, see where that conversation goes. Yeah. Or sign up for premarital counseling. See yeah. how real he is yeah. about yeah, marriage. Absolutely. Ooh, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So we were talking a little bit earlier about life partnerships. This is the, the new Gen Z way of saying is it Gen Z? No, is it millennial? Not. Is it it's boomer? Just people. It's just people. <laughs> it's just the 2020 way of saying <laughs> that we together and we doing life. And it's just like a really like I guess savvy, trendy way of saying like we just together. Britney's making these faces. Yeah, they saying they saying we together, <laughs> but we not together, but we are together. Sure, friends with benefits. Uh, a little bit more because. In the case of Will and Jada Smith. Oh. All right. Um, so they're entangled. They're entangled. Well, not their entanglement. Well, but might as well we're going to give a little background information for the people who may not know. All right. So uh, last week, there was an interview done with August Alcina. August Alcina was asked about his involvement with um, the rumor about him and Jada Smith dating at one point. He said this was the most like passionate relationship he's ever been in blase blase you know he gave it his all he was hurt he was this he was that and that pretty much in his words will gave him his blessing okay will is jada's we all know will is jada's i mean there's some people who don't know will is jada's husband guys if you have not been around for the last 25 years of life all right so um at one point will and jada were like couple goals like people like looked at them like oh what a beautiful couple blase blase and so after this interview came out august alcina is 27 years old jada's 49 due to math Born on 50 dude that's what 49 means i know that I'm rounding it. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, so this interview came out. So then this upcoming week, Will and Jada have, um, well, Jada has a little segment on Facebook called Red Table Talk where she goes and she does healing and, you know, she wears a turban and she, she cleanses the black woman and things like that. Anyway, so her and Will got on there and pretty much, um, addressed the not allegations but the interview that was said saying um something of the sort can you give some some quotes some sound bites okay so uh jada said that she had an entanglement with august alcina which will elaborate asked her to elaborate what she means by entanglement and she said they had a relationship while the two were separating now the context clues are that Will and Jada have been known over the years to have somewhat of an open marriage rumor. Once again, rumor shows that this perhaps is true and has been going on for a long time. So somewhere in the interview, they even say, you know, uh, 
something along the lines of bad marriage for life. You know, like they're going to stick it through together, even though they may. This be, is where they are. This is where they are. And they're like, it's so long ago, but it's literally like two, three years ago that this happened. Um, and they're pretty much throwing all these things under the rug and saying, well, like, you know, he didn't need to bring all that up. Like, we're healing together. The time that she had with him was a moment of healing. That That's what she was said. She was caping. She, she was... Yeah, I was here. healing him because, you know, he had a drug issue and, you know, all this, you know, stuff. Now... Now a lot of couples are actually praising it and saying, I love the honesty. That's that's what's what's that's what became of that. Instead of people being like, "Oh man, like stuff's crazy," you know, they were like, "I love the honesty." I just want to be on record that I called this from the jump. Um, as far as idolizing celebrities and seeing them as your savior or your idol or goals in your relationships or in your world, it's dangerous. You don't know these people. They are a whole different person outside of the cameras that are put in front of them. So they have to play along to get along. If we got to play husband and wife to get more money, guess what we're going to do? We are husband and wife for life, even though we don't even live in the same building. Wow. Um, And the last thing is that, you know, this boy or in her in in her age, she, she could be his mom because Will's son is 27. And the the man that she's sleeping with at the time was 27. So it's like certain things were so off with me, even when seeing the red, red table talk, that I was like, people are easily fooled with what they see because it's healing, it's peace, and she's very soothing, and it's like almost like acting all over again. Um, so just be wary if you're listening to not put these celebrities, these people on mantles because you're worshiping them and you're expecting them to do good when that's not in their DNA. Mm. It's quite yappy. Wow. Mm. It's the truth. It could be well yappy. Put. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Well put. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that they are revealing themselves even when they die at an early age. I, I always used to wonder, like, why do celebrities die at such an early age? Like, why do they die so young? But man their their lifestyles they i mean it's they're trying to tell y'all something man mm-hmm. wake up and see mm-hmm. but um a lot of people think you know well they're famous and they got a lot of money and they're they're living happy and no it's not mm-hmm. true yeah it's not true so like tying it into how we were earlier talking about like a testimony versus just revealing things that you've done and the difference is jesus i believe marcus said that um we're praising people for their honesty. You know, at least people are, have been praising these people for their honesty. Oh my gosh, this is just so great. This is this and this. Um, and then what it, that does is influence marriages. You know, people have been married for a few days versus people who've been married for a few decades are like, oh, well, you know, if they did it and they cool and they still, you know, riding and dying together, then why not? So why do y'all... What state is marriage seen as now? What are y'all what's, what are y'all opinions on that? That wow, well, marriage is still the foundation. Um, man, this is is what God wanted, but it's it it has to be God's way. I think that, I mean, whether you're a believer or you're not a believer, um, it 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 makes a difference mm-hmm. because marriages are going to be defined differently 
depending on what you believe in. Mm. You know, so if we, if we cannot get upset with the way, as Christians, we can't get upset with the way that people choose to view marriage or see marriage when their their foundation is totally different. Their mm-hmm. definition of marriage mm-hmm. is totally different, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I don't really have a lot to say. I just think that, you know, for those who believe in marriage, God's way, it has to be God's way. Because when it comes to being honest, you know, truth be told, they're honest about their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know? You know, and right. there's no real, you know... Even forgiveness, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Even forgiveness is is not real forgiveness if, you know, if you're just going to keep sweeping it under under the rug, you know, true forgiveness is not there, you know, without Jesus, without, you know, Amen. if it's not a biblical forgiveness, and I'm not trying to be deep or spiritual about it, but it's just, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. That's why there's a difference between a Christian marriage and, and a carnal marriage. So mm-hmm. what is what is a uh, marriage in God's way look like? What does a Christian marriage look like to people who don't really understand what what a marriage is supposed to be? That's like? great. That's a very great question. I mean, so if you go back to Genesis, you know, back in, into the Garden of Eden, you know, God said that it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. So he formed uh, Eve from man's rib. Uh, Adam is a man and Eve is a woman. And and that's that's just that's where that's the foundation of, you know, mm-hmm. of the marriage itself. Mm-hmm. And those two became one flesh and and God told them to be fruitful and multiply so that they so that we could exist. Right. You know what I mean? So without Adam and without Eve, there there's no generation. There's mm-hmm. no right. there's no humanity. Right. It stops there. Right. And, Does that answer your question? Yes. And, and to go a little further with what you just said, Marcus, mm-hmm. I believe that biblical marriage um, has order, mm-hmm. and the order begins with Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ is the 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 head of that mm-hmm. household to begin with, mm-hmm. and when Christ reveals a revelation mm-hmm. or a direction for the household, he will reveal it to the husband. Mm-hmm. Then after the husband, he will reveal it to the wife. Mm-hmm. Then from the wife to the kids, and, and that natural order yes. keeps things in place and it yes. doesn't say one's greater than the other right absolutely. it just means that this is how it works best mm-hmm. this is it at full capacity this is what he intended it to be mm-hmm. and i think in a way we've stripped pieces of it mm-hmm. and we tried to recreate marriage mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. you look good together you sound good together mm-hmm. you are doing great together you have wealth together mm-hmm. therefore you must have a biblical marriage mm-hmm. no 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 mm-hmm. it's just a marriage on paper yeah. and i think a biblical marriage goes further than that to where you you are honoring those covenant words of like to, for better or for worse it's like it's a real word it's a it's real a, covenant for y'all you a, know and i believe that we kind of water down the importance of being one with one another it's not just about sex it's not just about having children together because literally these kids are out here doing that Mm -hmm. but it's more about working in conjunction with god Mm -hmm. for the direction of your household wow for for the future generation for your kids kids so that there's a lineage that's why it's important to be two who create one Mm -hmm. not one to create you know multiple Straight, you know, oh, different yeah. ones. It's, it's just important to not fall in love with what you see. Mm-hmm. 
and what and listen to what the word tells us about marriage. Mm-hmm. We even see it with Abraham and Sarah, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God tells them that, you know, I'm promising you guys, you're I'm paraphrasing, I'm promising you guys you're gonna have a child. Right. And you know, Abraham and Sarah just waiting, 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 no child. So they, you know what, God, we're gonna figure this thing out for mm-hmm. you. We're we're gonna get the handmaid mm-hmm. and we're gonna get this cracking. Mm-hmm. It's just the common sense that we think we have and we just eliminate God in it and we say we know what's best. Because of our lack of patience. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're not you know, God's promises are yes and amen. Yeah. But it, it never says that it's it's immediate. You know what I mean? If we got everything that we wanted immediately and we, we see that as a result in the world today. Right. If everything is insta, everything is immediate, mm-hmm. then then it actually you, you get it prematurely, you know what I mean? And right. the very thing that would have been good for you in its season is too, it's not ready. Right. And now, now it's causing you more grief. Mm-hmm. It still looks good, but, it, but now it's causing you more grief. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're about to go to our favorite part of the podcast. And that is ad of tax. All right, guys, this is our part of the podcast where we just give you a little some some morning that you came here for. Um, you already got your bill. You thought, oh, my gosh, surely it's going to be $50 flat. You were wrong. Tax was not added. And you know what? Since we got some extra folks today, we're going to add gratuity, okay? Because y- y'all don't tip either. You don't pay. You don't tip. Something is wrong. All right, but... We're just going to go around and just any gym, any any bit of wisdom, any free game that you can share with the listeners, go ahead and give it to them and make it cute. All right. Um, I think for me this week has been discipline. Um, I think sometimes we take for granted what discipline is going to do for us in the long run. Like, let's say you are trying to work out. At first, it's going to it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to be different. It's going to make your body feel like you're something wrong. Mm-hmm. But the long run, you're going to lose the weight or you're going to gain the muscle, whatever your goals are. Mm-hmm. So God has really been teaching me that, you know, in the discipline, I am showing you what it takes to get to the next level. And sometimes when we get in that uh, mode of not being disciplined in the area, God is going to keep taking us back to the same place. Mm-hmm. If you're in level two and you've been stuck there for years, mm-hmm. just know God has you there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So learn why you're there and grow from whatever test, whatever trial, whatever tribulation that may, that may be presented to you. So discipline. Sounds good. I like it. Um, my adding of tax guys. Please get your checkbooks out. I'm kidding. Um, is stop proving and start moving. Um, sometimes we get caught up in just wanting to That's good. Um, impress folks or prove folks wrong. Or, you know, bet you ain't never going to do this to me again. Bet you ain't going to never see me slipping again um, type of stuff. And it's such a distracting place to be um, to always feel like you have something to prove to someone. Um, the truth is you have nothing left to prove to anybody. If you were doing it for anybody, you'd have nothing left to do. So you really do need to start moving um, and actually create real godly standards that exist beyond the person you're just trying to shut up or just trying to prove wrong. So start moving, stop proving. Ooh, that's good. I would say you get what you tolerate. Ah! That was really just on my mind today because I was just like, man, like, 
especially in the relationships, like if you ladies, <laughs> if you have a man and you are super excited because you got a man, you got a boyfriend, <laughs> got a got a fiance, um, but but they're not really like treating you the way that you are supposed to be treated. Um, you get what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you see that your man is uh, cheating on you, or 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 on the on the way to doing that, or just any type of mistreatment to you, and you tolerate it, they're gonna keep doing it mm-hmm. because you gave them permission to do it. That's right. Um, and that just goes with anything. Like if if you're tolerating um, being in debt, then you're always gonna be in debt. Oh, I mean, oh so you're gonna go off. Man, so you going just, off today? You, really? You just you get what you tolerate. <laughs> um, so be watchful. Be watchful what you tolerate. You got to. I mean, even the foods that we eat. Like if you know that eating fried chicken all the time is gonna cause pain on your body. Come on, somebody. Then Come on, somebody. Don't tolerate that. Come on. You know? Be delivered from fried chicken today. Man. I'm delivered. From fried chicken today. Fried chicken. If this is you, come on down. The fried chicken ministry. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany will lead you into, into the deliveries <laughs> you need. From a slab of baked chicken. <laughs> into the deliveries you need to overcome what has set you back for so long. She right though. Absolutely. If you, oh, wow. that's what I was gonna say too. Like, if you're trying to lose weight, don't, don't um, tolerate just any old kind of food. Like, mm-hmm. and I had to tell myself that because man, I used to eat unhealthy all the time, mm-hmm. and it has, and and it wasn't like I wasn't really focused on my weight, but I was just more so like I was always going to the doctor to see what was going on with my skin mm-hmm. and and you know just different things like that and I'm just like why do I keep going through this why I keep going through this and it was just the Lord's way of telling me that I need to stop eating unhealthy mm-hmm. stop tolerating stop tolerating I couldn't even sit down because mm-hmm. of the pain in mm-hmm. my skin mm-hmm. so it's I mean it's, it's serious mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what you put in or come out you mm-hmm. preach. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, just to, to piggyback off of that, and that actually ties right into to what I would say is be you, but don't, not at the cost of of, of not being a better you. Oh! Because there, there's so much more to you. Like, there's so much more to go. God has so much more in store for you. But if you stay where you are because it's comfortable because you enjoy it, because people worship you and praise you for where you are, mm-hmm. man, you lose. Mm-hmm. You lose. So just be you, but don't be you at the cost of not being a better you. I love it. Oh, man, that was great. All right, guys, awesome. your invoice has now been processed. Please pay it on time and play it with the gratuity added if you want to tip on time. How, how can this they do that? Fine. Yeah, All right, so this is how you go ahead and pay your invoice. You listening? Are you ready? 
All right, so what we're going to do is give you an opportunity. If you're on Apple Podcasts, click subscribe. Okay, that's the first place. So that way, every Monday when these things come up, you ain't even got to wait for us to say nothing about it. You just know. You know before everybody else. All right. Two, you leave a review. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, share the Spotify. Share the CastBox. Share the um, SimpleCast. All right, let people know. Three, here is the bonus one. If you're just feeling just, you know, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. All right. <laughs> you can. Along with the times. You can go ahead and log on to www.hustleblendswithaz.com and just show some love and appreciation there all the way down to confirm payment or whatever it is, the button y'all press when uh, you have paid whatever you pay. All right. So we love y'all. And now we are going to end on the note of Brittany Shine walking by faith. See y'all next week. Bye.